Word broadcast with Bishop Chris Quinston Addo, a son of the prophet Dikewood Mills. Teaching the nations with signs, wonders, and prophetic manifestations, he's currently the senior pastor of the Captain of Salvation Cathedral, Kaswa Nyanukokraba. Now on today's message. Lion of Judah, Agunim Timba. You are the one who parted the Red Sea. The one who parted the Red Sea. You are the one. You are the one. You are the one, Yeshua, Hamashiach, Lion of Judah, Agunim Timba, Yeshua, Lion of Judah, Agunim Timba. You are the one who parted the Red Sea. The one who parted the Red Sea. You are the one. You are the one. You are the one, Yeshua, Hamashiach, Lion of Judah, 
Hallelujah. You can do better. You can do better. Hallelujah. You may please be seated. How many of you were not here yesterday night? You were not here. You were not here. So those sitting by them ask them where were you yesterday? Hallelujah. But I believe we were blessed here last night. Hallelujah. And I believe it's getting better. I said it's getting better. Now, before I introduce the man of God, he has written two books that I want to introduce to you. You know, and looking at the two books that are lying here, I can tell you that they are books that you need for the season that we are in. Okay? Let me introduce the books to you. The first one is Steps to Divine Provision. Steps to Divine Provision. Listen, where we are in, your salary cannot provide for you. You now you know, you know that your salary it cannot provide. Your salary, no, that was barely seeing you through. Now the prices of things have doubled and tripled. So if you are depending on that, you yourself you know that enkoye. You get it. And and yesterday he said something. Yesterday he said that. Don't complain. When people are complaining, don't join them to complain. You see, if you don't, if, if, if you don't know God as your, prov- your provider, you will join them to complain. Why wouldn't you complain? Why, why wouldn't you complain? Eh? When the amount of money you used to buy fuel into your car, the amount that used to fill your tank last year, this year when you buy when you buy the fuel, it's like the gauge, you know, I get the gauge, you know, I'm moving cry. It's like somebody has come to tamper with the fuel gauge. <laughs> you, you understand? But you must live beyond and above what is happening around you. Alright? And it is only the Lord who can do that for you. Hallelujah. You need to know God as your provider to be able to walk in this particular blessing. Are you here or you've gone home? You know, and, 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 and I, want, I want to tell you something. He, he talks about so many things in this book, okay? First of all, he talks of um, the basis for divine provision, pursuit after God's purpose, willingness and obedience. If you are not willing and obedient, you will not eat the good of the land. Eating the good of the land is for those who are willing and obedient. So when you are disobedient, forget it. Tap your neighbor and say, forget it. You know? And there are a lot of 
covenants here. But you know, one of the covenants that I think that for a believer is very basic, okay, is the covenant of tithe paying. Anybody who doesn't pay tithe, you do not understand what Christianity is about. You do not know the God that you are serving. Hallelujah. Oh yes. Because what does Proverbs chapter 3 verse 9 and 10 says? It says, Honor the Lord with thy substance and with the first fruit of all thy increase. So shall thy bonds be filled. Will bonds no? Are you empty? Because you are not honoring God with your substance. Eh? Into that what be a bank account? Now so. Eh? What can you care so? What be a me and Nuni Mienza? Meanwhile, so she in Anytime you go to the bank and they tell us your face, they squeeze their face. Wabebi or Mobeji or Bana, Ubetman and one one see their mommy. But when you know God as your provider, you will not have such problems. Look, you must get to the point where people walk to you and give to you. And yesterday when he was speaking, he said it. You see, one of the things is that people will walk to you and give you things. Bishop Chris, at the point, I realized that anytime I have a need, when I think about it, before I can ask for it, it is provided. It, it is like, I shouldn't even think. The moment I think about it, hey, where am I going to get money to do this? Before I realize, it has come. That is a level that you must enter into. I said, that is a level. You see, at that level, you begin to understand, you see, when God says that, think not of your life, what you eat or what you drink. Because after you've had that experience for a number of times, you will not think of what to eat and what to drink because you know that by the time you need it, there will be provision for you. God, our provider. Steps to divine provision. You must get this book and read it. Yes. Then the next one is reaching your expected end. Eh? There is a good end for your life. Your life is not one of disappointment and one of disgrace. Jeremiah 29 verse 11. Give me Jeremiah chapter 29. says, For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, saith the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you an expected end. An expected end is an end that you expect. Normally you don't expect a bad end. Nobody goes to school and you expect that I'll fail my exams. Nobody goes to school and finish school and expect that I'll be unemployed. Give me New Living Translation. For I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. They are plans for good and not for disaster. To give you a future and a hope. Your future will be bright in the name of Jesus. I say your future will be bright in the name of Jesus. Meaning that your December will be better than your October. I say your December will be better than your October. And your December will be better than this November. And 2023 will be better than 2022 for you. Do you believe it? Because it's a future and a hope. A better, a better place. Are you here? You've gone home. Let me, let me read message 
Message Bible. Message Bible. It says, I know what I am doing. God is not confused about your life. You may be confused, but he is not confused. Hallelujah. I know what I'm doing. I have it all planned out. Wow. I have it all planned. So when you are confused and you are fretting, God is relaxed because he has planned the thing. Turn your neighbor and say, neighbor, your life has been planned out. Plans to take care of you. Sometimes your experiences in life, the way your father ran away and left you, you think that God will also run away and leave you. But God is not going to run away and leave you. Hallelujah. Plans to take care of you, not abandon you. Kwame told you he will marry you, but he abandoned you. So now you think God is also going to abandon you. He will not abandon you. Plans to give you the future you hope for. Hallelujah. Expected end. Hallelujah. And when you read the book, you will see different things that fight against the expected end. Different horns that are exalted. One of the horns is the horn of doubt. Satan causes you to doubt the plan that God has for you. Satan causes you to feel that it will not work out. But I came to tell somebody that it's going to work out. I said it's going to work out. Look, take it from me. You need this book. It will change your life. It will, it will change the way you think. See, one of the things that we do not know is that our way of thinking is influenced by spirits. And the Bible says, and the spirit entered into me when he spake into me. When you read such books, a certain spirit enters into you and changes your way of thinking. Some of you, you are always thinking about negative things. When a brother comes and says, I love you, then, hey, wait me, who me that? Last one, okay, I'm sorry, I love him, you know, or breaking me out two weeks later. So I'm giving you three weeks to see whether you are like that. Oh. What a shock. Are you ready for what is coming? Listen. Somebody, huh, so let me see somebody, no. Do you remember? The prophet from the water region who came for the all night. You, you remember the prophet from the water region? When he saw the flyer on Facebook that Bishop Chris is coming here, he called my wife. See, I don't know why people are always calling my wife and they don't call me. But I don't know why I'm moving. I have to I have to investigate this matter. So <laughs> he called my wife and told my wife that Bishop Grace, I know him. He said many years ago. Before he became a bishop, he said he came to Accra New Town before I went to the Bible school. And he said that all the things that he prophesied about my life has happened totally, exactly. <laughs> now, when a prophet is testifying about another prophet, For this prophet, dear, 
All that you have seen me do in ministry, he prophesied it to me before I started working in it. And all has happened. You must know that a real prophet has come. Hallelujah. And let me tell you something. I feel tonight that there are people who are experiencing what the Israelites experienced when they met the Red Sea. And they were confused. And they saw the Egyptians coming. But as I sat there, I felt that tonight, every red seed in front of us is being opened. It's being parted. You are going to walk out of this place uh, on dry ground. Uh, and the Lord is going to deliver you. Oh yes. That is what I felt as I was sitting there. So, tap your neighbor and say, that dozing once or twice be. And I'm not doing any dozing time. And I do it and yet those in time. But I tell you, we have an anointed man of God. Full of the spirit of God. Flowing with the anointing of God. And your life will never be the same again after this convention. If you are excited like I'm excited, stand to your feet and put your hands together as we welcome Bishop Grace. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hey. Hallelujah. Oh. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hear the sound. Hear the sound. see far like on the left side the sister wearing green by the door yes she's looking at the back yes you see there's a prophecy for you and when we're singing you're not doing well say a very big thank you to prophet let's clap our hands for our father we salute you daddy i think you can do it better you can do it better 
The Lord has blessed us with a father. Yeah, a father. Convina, without our father, I think none of us would be would be here. And it's worth celebrating him. Hallelujah. I mean, look at look at how beautiful the church is. We come around, we have dancing stars, we have singing stars. We didn't know any of these things. Some of us, especially from our Orthodox churches, we didn't have those experiences. But thank God for a father who is always leading us on. It's one of the finest. One of the finest. And uh, I would also want us to acknowledge Bishop Emmanuel Louis in Tefo. God bless you. Bishop, we love you so much. He's a man that is very strong. What do you think? Yeah. Am I talking to the right people? I know that Abekandia, you know how to honor. So what I'm saying, I expect you to even appreciate it more. Yeah. And and um, what a privilege to be here. I have known our convenient for many years. Many, many years. That's about 20, 25, 26. 25, 26 years. And he's not changed much. He loves God. Very determined. Very disciplined. Very intelligent. Very anointed. An accomplisher. Those who are not happy, your 20 Ghana is about to miss it. you don't know what you have but bishop i as somebody that i i love so much maybe in age i'm a little bit older by the realms of the spirit i see him as a very great man of god very very great very very great as bishops anytime we're having meetings his contribution actually advances a lot of things and uh it's no surprise that God has elevated him to be our convener. I know some of you don't understand, but let me explain. Let me explain, you see. Maybe, maybe he's here to tell you, but you know what Bishop Interfo used to be? That is what now our bishop here is. <laughs> yeah. I think you can do better. At the back, at the corner, everywhere. What it means is that, listen, what it means is that the whole of Nakazu Assembly is our father. The one who says, Bishop this, Bishop that, Pastor this, Pastor that, we are doing this, we are not doing that. It's the one, the one we are talking about. Hey! I think you should clap your hands and celebrate the Lord. Do you know why I have taken my time to say what I'm saying? 
I, the reason why I'm taking my time to say what I'm saying is that what it means is that the anointing that is on him is also going to affect us here. Yeah. Yeah. Some of you, you must immediately change your perspective and how you used to see him. You used to see him as just your Abeka council bishop. But now he's not just Abeka council bishop. He's the entire eight councils or so in the Nakaza assembly. Our father. Let's appreciate. I salute you, sir. God bless you, bishop, for inviting me to be here. And mommy, I have known mommy also for a long time. And it's a blessing to have such a strong woman who is standing by our father. Let's appreciate God's hands meeting. And I want to salute all the very great men of God. I have known most of them for many years. Let's appreciate our reverend ministers, our pastors, and all the leadership that are making things work. God bless you. And I think I've enjoyed myself already. I came to meet the dancing stars. I said, wow, we need to learn a lot from Abekan dancing stars. And the choir is also something else. Something else. Hallelujah. I didn't come alone. I came with some of my people. If you are here, just give me a wave. Yeah. God bless you all. I think some of them want to come tomorrow. So tomorrow you are going to see more people. They just want to come and also fellowship with the convener and then fellowship with the family here. Hallelujah. So now, how many are ready to receive something from the Lord? Yeah, something is going to happen. But like I said yesterday, I just want to obey the Holy Spirit. If you took an envelope, there were some prophetic numbers. And it's very important if you obeyed just by obedience, even taking the envelope and taking it home and putting whatever in is what is provoking your blessing. If you're here, you took 333. Come first. 333. Come first. 333. You're going to do something, huh? I'm going to show you something to do. You see, there's a level in God where you are considered as blessed to be a blessing. And money is nothing to you. You see, most of you as you're holding the money, it, it feels like Charlie, you have taken something. <laughs> But you see, there's coming a time that money will be nothing to you. So I want you to put the envelope on the ground and step on it and go. Oh, Jesus. Can I have Anasha do this quickly? Pick it up. Put it in the bowl. If you took an envelope for 333 and didn't bring the envelope, may the Lord touch your heart. We are working with time. Yes. <sighs> the atmosphere is nice. 233. 233 was the next. It took 233. Please come. You meet two men. 
and you meet three men and you meet a company two three three father these also are brothers may they experience something that will blow their mind <laughs> in the name of Jesus if I truly be your servant what you said let it begin now as they've done the transaction in Jesus name amen put it down and then step on it and go I am telling you, you see that money is nothing. Nothing. Money is nothing. The way you have st- stepped on the money, like, yeah. it's, it's almost like money. What is money? But some of you, as I'm talking now, you need money like something. I am already prophesying over you. That God will help you and then finances will not be a problem. Receive some money tonight. How many want some dollars? Can somebody take it? And I came to 81. I don't have time to explain all this. It took 81. Please come. 81. Tomorrow I'll pray for almost everybody. Where did we go? We went somewhere and I said everybody should form a queue. Where? And you name. And then people formed the queue. I went to form a queue. I said now, as I started praying, I said, okay, do I, do I, should I flow? And they said, yes, flow, man of God, go deeper. That's okay. Now, everybody who comes, I'll say something about you. So we start one and everybody. Now I got to a point where people didn't want to come. So when you got to a ten, say no, we'll call. you go, you go. Some years ago, I think about 14 years ago, I had just been sent to Odan. I came on down where I came from. To Kaswa. And then I called all my leaders. And I said, Today the prophetic is strong. I want to tell everybody something about your life what do you think and they said oh yeah it's okay so now what i'm going to do is that when i call you you come to this corner including my wife i started saying things and every one of them was shocked it's like this one nobody knows tomorrow my, my prayer is that tomorrow god will help me to go into tents. I'm not here to expose anything. I'm not here to disgrace you, but just to go into things that will help you to even do well. I'm a phobia. 81, put your envelope on the ground and step on it and go. You are blessed. Huh. That's why I wanted to do this before I start. Today when I was praying, some names were coming to me. And uh, I was asking the Lord, so yeah. Mavis, Mavis in the middle, did you bring your mom? She's not here. She's here. Mama? Okay.
And then I came to 33. Please, if you took your envelope, 33, please come. Don't worry, we are, we are, we are, we are still ministering. things that God is going to do in this church is that a lot of ladies who thought they were not married, they are going to get married within the same season. Same season. It's like four, five, four, five, five, four, five. I thought I was so sad. <laughs> it's, it's something that God is blessing the church with. Stretch your hands, 33. You know, the reason why you are stretching your hands is because the Lord Jesus died around that age. And as you give this, I pray that the Lord will be your true riches. Father, honor these ones. Surprise them. Yes, I can see six of them. Six of them are going to travel by next year, May 4th. Practically, six of them six of them. There's a lady amongst you who is going to start your business and the business will begin to glow like... <laughs> it's like, ish. I said it will glow, glow. G-L-O-W. Oh. Yes. Because it's almost like as you heard the word, you have decided to just do more. Yeah. And Jesus himself is honoring you. And some of you, your marriages are going to be a blessing. Yeah. Father, thank you that you are honoring them. In Jesus' name. Amen. Put it on the ground, step on it and go. Same blessing. Money will not be a problem. <laughs> the way some people are stepping on it. <laughs> Ay-yah. Tomorrow, some of us are going to work, so I'll try and close by 10. And then tomorrow day when we come, there's no closing time. Those who are sitting down, stand to your feet because you did something wrong. And the last group of people was 13. 13. If you took 13, come. Thirteen is a very significant prophetic number because it's the beginning of the teens. Twelve is not a teen. Thirteen is a teen. And there are seven teens. Thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen. Seven stands for perfect. And you are the beginning. <laughs> None of you will die before your time. Father, may these ones be fresh. May they be always the first amongst any group of people that must be chosen in the name of Jesus. I bless every one of them in Jesus' name. Amen.
Put it down, step on it and go. That's all. Yeah. Now everybody lift up your hands. Bless the Lord. Just close the eyes. Just close your eyes. The presence of God is going to the next level. Sing, bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Oh, my soul. And all that is within me. Bless Into the lives of your people in the name of Jesus and somebody who is ready to receive a miracle shout your loudest amen God bless you please sit on top of your enemies tonight I want to talk about what you can call it's a strange title but it's okay <laughs> The angel of the church. In Revelation chapter 2, verse 1. Revelation chapter 2, verse 1. Unto the angel of the church of Ephesus. Right. Now listen. Church is the most important institution on earth. I'm telling you. Because everybody who is expecting anything from God must know that God chooses 
to pass whatever you are believing God for through the church. Actually, I think one of the names that describes the church well is Christ Embassy. Because what is an embassy? Accredited. Also, oh, they try my. You can create your own dictionary. Embassy is a representation. Embassy is a representation. Is what? So it's a representation of another country's authority in another country. Those who didn't say, I don't know what you are trying to tell your neighbor. Tell your neighbor, Asuma, I will let you So, so for example, we have we have the American Embassy in Ghana. I'm, oh, please, I'm trying to ask, say something. American Embassy in Ghana belongs to who? It, it belongs to which country? America. Are we are we together? So, American Embassy in Ghana, but but it's for America. It's, it's here in Ghana by representing America. Right? Are we together? Yes. I want to feel you. Yes. Are we together? Yes. So Korean embassy in Ghana is for Korea. It's representing Korea in Ghana. That is why if you want to go to Korea, you need to go to their embassy. So assume, assume that heaven is like Korea or America. So heaven embassy is where? You know? I say heaven embassy is where? You don't say the church. It's not the church. It's where? It's in Ghana. It's in a country somewhere. Are you understanding that? So American embassy in Ghana. Korean embassy in Ghana. Heaven embassy in Ghana. Are you understanding that? But... American embassy in Ghana comes from where? America. Korean embassy in Ghana comes from where? China embassy in Ghana comes from where? Togo embassy in Ghana comes from where? Heaven embassy in Ghana comes from where? Are are you understanding that? If you want to go to America, you need to go through the embassy. That is in Ghana. If you want to go to Korea, you need to go to the Korean embassy that is in Ghana. In the same way, the embassy of heaven which is in Ghana is what we call church. So if you want to go to heaven, you must go to the church. If you want to find out anything about America, you can just go to the embassy and they will make it available to you. If you want to get information from heaven, 
or about heaven, you must go through the heaven embassy and it will get it to you. It's the reason why you don't have to joke with church. Because church is not just, hey, Bishop Dark's church. Hey, this one's church. There's nothing like somebody's church. It's an embassy. An embassy that's oppressed by rules and laws. And just like you go to American embassy in Ghana, you see the stuff. There are different kinds of people who are doing different things. So, heaven's embassy on this earth have a staff. And some of them you can't see. So the Holy Spirit that we call the Holy Spirit, he's not just here as a wing. The Holy Spirit is here to protect that church, the heaven's embassy. Or, if you want to call it Christ's embassy. I'm going to shock you because God says I should tell his people that, you know, as we are seated here, physically we look like we are looking at our faces, but in the realms of the spirit, it's something different. If only God can open your eyes. It's something different. And God's intention and his intent concerning what he wants to do is not what we are even doing at all. Abaka Church, which is one of God's embassy, this is not what God is expecting. Let's stop that kiddy kiddy. We can be a nibby. Yeah. Today, I want somebody to listen to me carefully. You're always thinking about, Lord, I am struggling. Turn your mind and your heart towards the embassy and making sure that the embassy runs. And whatever you need from God, who is concerned about you, he would want to take it through the church, the embassy for you. And how does he do that? Oh, are you saying that, Bishop, are you saying that when I come to church, I can get physical money? Uh-uh. In the embassy, when you come, there are a lot of codes. So, for instance, if a man of God stands anointed from heaven and says, I see the Lord blessing you, and you say, Amen, you have received that thing, whether it is money or whatever, and it goes into your account, if you are actually supposed to receive anything like that, Because you can be in church, but you don't deserve receiving a visa. There is, is, I'm going to show you from scriptures. Many years when prophet made me understand that, I said, hey, let me have, I'm going to be a church boy. Not to today, I'm a church boy. I value church even than my marriage. <laughs> it's a deep statement. I value church more than my marriage. My, my marriage is not church. Because yeah. I got marriage to church. I value, marriage, I value church more than my children. If it's of that, that didn't value church more than children. When his son died, he would have stopped preaching. But that day, he was even at the stadium preaching because he values church 
more. God can give him more sons and daughters. Please, most of us, your mind is not working correctly. I'm telling you, your mind is not working correctly at all. Even as I'm talking, you, that you are saying that, hey, why is he not happy in marriage? We three so. We go to That means I shouldn't come here again. That is why our bishop here, an engineer, by the revelation, he's now a church engineer. But he elevates the church. Look, me, I'm also a bishop. I'm also building technologies. I, the revelation that we have is what has made us reduce on things like engineer, which people want to be, but they cannot. Things like a doctor, which people want to be, but they cannot. Because we have seen that, hey, the church is the most important, 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 important organization and organism in the earth. I'm telling you. I'm pushing it into your heart like I'm injecting something into your blood. If it is true, if what I'm saying is true, then you need to find out what you must do to make the church work. When you call for prayer, you come and pray. You, you think you're doing somebody. What is that you're going for? How to tune go. You think you're doing somebody. What you're doing is that you're you are actually discouraging the embassy from working. That's why there are some embassies after some time they close. They close down. That surface. Usually before they close down, they change from embassy to consul. And then gather from consul to vanish. And then the country in which that embassy was begins to suffer. Because now you can't easily access a lot of things from that developed country. You can't even go there. If you have to go to America and there's no embassy, American embassy in Ghana, it means you have to go to Ivory Coast and go and queue. May you have a visa, what Even as I'm talking, you don't have a passport. We still have a passport in the name of Jesus. Tell your neighbor we are traveling together. Many years ago, prophet said, anybody who doesn't travel, your eyes are not open. I mean, I like a lot of graphic things. So when you say your eyes are not open, I, I began to imagine, your eyes are not open means that your eyes are closed. So if you don't travel, or if you've not traveled before, you are like somebody who is blind. So when you start traveling, then your eyes begin to open a little bit. And as you are traveling, then in the cassette, even when you beer, not just all your beer, you are exposed. Yeah, you 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 have some exposure. Yeah. Mm. Sit down. Let me talk to you. So in Revelation chapter two, look at the scenario and where we are going. Verse one, it says that unto the angel of the church of Ephesus, some. Versions of the Bible would describe the angel of the church as a man. Because some versions explain the angel there as angelos into bracket messenger. So a man. 
Let's assume it is also true. But let's assume that we take the Bible literally, which usually should be. Hashem, they make a much share. So angel is angel. So angel is angel. He said, and unto the angel of the church. So that means that every church has an angel. Any so-called church that does not have an angel is not a church. And it's not every place that people gather that is called a church. They may even call themselves a church, but it's not a church according to God's whatever. Am I talking to God's people? So for instance, this church which I believe is a church. There is an angel in this church that you cannot see. And that angel is supposed to work with the man of God who is the senior man of God in this place. And they must communicate. Whether you see him or not, it doesn't, it, it, the angel doesn't get concerned. <laughs> he just wants, he needs you to know that He's there. And that angel of the church works with a lot of angels depending on what God wants to do. So for instance, this convention, there are more angels present than maybe a Tuesday service. Please believe these things over. So he's giving a scenario. So unto the angel of the church of Abeka, right? Unto the angel of the church of Nanyano, right? Unto the angel of the church, so whether it's assemblies of God, whether it is, it doesn't really matter. In the sight of God, so for us, it is a church. Whether they meet in a building, whether they meet under a tree, but it is made up of a group of believers who have founded and their faith is that Jesus Christ came to die for them, Jesus rose from the dead, and Jesus will come back. That foundation is there. That is a church. There's an angel that is there. And I want to, I'll show you that that angel also works seasonally. He's not there 24-7. Just like when you go to the embassy, sometimes you go, the gate is closed. They even give you time. After some time, you cannot come and queue for anything because they've closed. I think American Embassy by 1.32, they've closed. The official staff closed by 4. So, now Bible is giving us a scenario of what the Lord Jesus had to show Apostle John about seven churches. That is not really what I'm talking about, but I'm just giving you a revelation of something that concerns this church. So he said that that church, Ephesus, right? These things said he that holdeth the seven stars in his right hand, who walketh in the midst of the seven golden candlesticks. Then let's go to, I think, chapter verse 8, chapter 2, verse 8. Anywhere you see an angel, you bring it up. And unto the angel of the church, in where? I want you to work with me. In where? I can't hear you. In where? Those who don't know the spelling, just look at it. S-M-Y-R-N-A. In where? If you can't say this, if you go for a visa, they can bounce you. Because you can't even read Smyrna. Smyrna? And unto the angel of the church in Smyrna, write. 
So that means that it's almost like there is something that is to be written to the angel. Both the one that we can see and the one that we cannot see. There is something that has been written to the angel of this church concerning these last days in this year. It is not a mistake for Bishop Jude to have invited me for this convention. It's not just a bishop who is inviting his friend bishop to come and do a convention. It's not just a convention that they say the convention. So no. But God has actually planned that this season he has something that he's writing to the angel of this church. And these three days may what he's writing re- come back to you in the name of Jesus. May you receive it in the name of Jesus. May it do something in your life in the name of Jesus. By the end of tomorrow, you will understand. So what I shared yesterday was not my bomb Because I'm a staff. And as I'm operating, I'm not, I'm not just operating by myself. There are a lot of agencies that are working along. When I was driving, there were, there were angels that are moving with them. They don't come here. They are with the car. When I step out, there are those who have to escort me. Angels that you can't see. You can see physical human beings coming along, but for the man of God who has been worked on all these years for God's people, his angels are on his side. And they bring me in, and as I'm sitting down, they are just watching. Because some people want to throw things at me, but angels have to block them. Why you think that as we are coming, we are smiling, we don't know what is going on. It's not everybody who is happy with a man of God who is coming to destroy things and establish things. <laughs> Including the pastors sometimes. <laughs> I like that English. salutes the angel of this church because they have come to his territory so when they enter they just salute so yes and usually that angel usually stands somewhere that we can't see but if god opens eyes you can see because i'm going to show you from scripture what he does And as the service is ongoing, that angel is doing whatever he has to do. And there are other angels that, depending on the activity that is ongoing, are also engaged. And with all this is the supervisor himself, the Holy Spirit. Who is just making sure that everything is done as per what the terms of agreement is. Am I boring you? Look at the next verse. Verse 15, I think. Verse 12. And to the angel of the church in Pergamos. Right. The next one. And unto the angel of the church in Theatira. Right. The next one. Three one. Brother, sister. And unto the angel of the church in Sardis. This is the fifth church. Right. Eight. 
and to the angel of the church in Philadelphia, right? And the last one. So, so the angel of Abeka. What what has been written? And the last one until angel of the church of the Laodiceans. Right. And almost all of them, he has something to say. Some were good, some were not too good, some were very serious. So you realize that the messages that are coming, some are good, some are not too good, some are very serious. Like tomorrow, when I come and I say something small and I start going, which is part of what you want to do, and I come and I hold you, and then so the angel of the church that has received the letter and I'm communicating with him would let me say this, that, 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 that. When I say it, it is to you. Because maybe, for instance, if it was you are part of the Ephesus church, maybe you are part of those who have left your first love. So, tonight, God wants me to show you, you see, when Jesus came to this world, mommy, Jesus was sometimes teaching us revelations just by sometimes experiences that were around. But people would easily not get it. So, one of the examples I'm going to show you. In John chapter 5, look at this scenario. A true story. But Jesus allowed it to be written by one of the disciples, John, so that we could get a revelation of what really happens in the church. Listen to me carefully. It's a story. Look at it. After this, there was a feast of the Jews. And Jesus went up to Jerusalem. Can somebody say amen? Amen. There are three things. Three. Yeah, three. Three. How many brought somebody to church today? If you brought somebody to church, let me see your hand. Because I asked you to. Let me see your hand if you brought somebody to church. Is it okay? Just give me a wave. Just give me a wave. You brought somebody to church. Where is the person? Is the person around? I'll pray specially for you. Lift, lift up your hand if you brought somebody to church. If you didn't bring and you lift your hand. Bishop, if I truly be a man of God, if I truly be a man of God, a son of Bishop Dag. One of the high quality prophets of the world today. If I truly be a man of God, one of his sons. And if I truly be a prophet in the similitude that he's walking in. And some other. If I truly be. God is about to shock this church with growth you have never seen before. (laughs) You don't know where the people are coming from.
I'm not saying something that will make your head swell. I'm telling you what the Lord says I should tell you. That is one. Growth. And most of them are going to be younger people. And there will be younger people that God will begin to raise and surprise the system. Some of them will be so intelligent that they would start doing things that bring money. I have visited I have visited some of our churches and God used me to make some very powerful prophetic declarations that sometimes within one year less than one year it happens. What I'm saying I sense within one year or even less we'll see it practically. Practically. I said practically. And it's part of the letter. It's part of the letter. Because Abeka Church has been praying to God for years. And the Lord said, it's time. It's time. It's time. It's time. It's time. And number two, the Lord is showing me that there's going to be an increased commitment. That is why what I'm going to share with you today is very crucial because he told me to share it. Increased commitment. Now you see people who, you see, I went to a church somewhere with one of our fathers and when you get there people run to the church it's a black man church people run, they run they run to church one time I even went to Ethiopia and I saw Winners Chapel Winners Chapel they run to church the same Winners Chapel in Kenya they ran to church. This is many years ago. Maybe about 17 or 18 or 19 years ago. I said, hey, this thing, I wish I can see some in our church. I said, no, it just doesn't happen. No. It just doesn't happen. People run. It's like, if you don't run, by the time you get there, the place will be full and you'll be outside. May that be the story of this church. doesn't look money. There's no way God's church advances without money. But God always looks for people he can trust to give them some solid money because they can use their money to help the church. You know I me? Mean? I've not talked to you. I mean, Mr. Jude is my friend from a distance, but we don't talk about these things. But I'm sure some of the things I'm saying, he has been saying it. But because the angel will minister in me, he say, the Lord has sent me to come and say, some of you, you are part of those he wants to use to finance, but your trust, his trust for you, he's struggling to trust you. You don't pay your tithe faithfully. You don't pay your tithe faithfully. 
When it comes to tithe, then you forget what your mass teacher taught you. It's almost like tithe. One thousand is what? One thousand is what? One thousand is what? One thousand of ten percent of one thousand is what? Ten percent of one thousand is sixty Ghana. No, ten percent of one thousand is not sixty Ghana. Ten percent of one thousand is hundred Ghana. Don't forget your maths. Tithe. Can he trust you? Ah, what is tithe? Even tithe, you're struggling. Then what about what God wants to bring to you? Am I talking to the right people? Yeah. Apart from tithe, there's something called first fruit. In Nehemiah chapter, sit down and let me talk to you something. We are coming here. I'm going to finish here. I'm showing you something. In Nehemiah chapter 13, I think, verse 44, look at it. And look at the difference. He says that 1244. And at that time were some appointed over the chambers for the treasures, for the offerings, comma, for the first fruits, comma, and for the tithes, to gather into them out of the fields of the cities the portions of the law for the priests and Levites. For Judah rejoiced for the priests and for the Levites that waited. So, when it comes to God's embassy, there is what is called offerings. Actually, there's what is called treasures. And then there's also what is called offerings. And then there's what is called first fruits. And there's what is called tithes. Sometimes we wonder why some things are not, you know, you can be bounced a visa just because you didn't write your name well. You know, in, in, in the kingdom of God, the first fruit actually speaks volumes to God. Because actually before the tithe even came, there was first fruit. First fruit is the first of what God has given you. That's the first fruit. So, for example, if you are not working, and by the grace of God you get a job, your first salary, ah! Oh, ah! Oh, it's for God. The reason why some of you, you realize that some things are not okay because the first fruit was not given to God. You paid tithe of it, but that was not what God was expecting of you. That's why a lot of people cannot be trusted to be financiers of the church and to pray in some realms. I'm talking about some realms. So, there are people, there are people in UD and even in the UO who easily can build and are building church buildings. And so now when you ask them how they, what they do, you wonder the money they just come. Look, I'm, I'm not lying. You can get to a point in God where you don't even know where money's come from. Like you just go, you want to wear this jacket, and when you move the jacket, you see money. Like, ah, where did I put the money? 
Okay, then I'll use it. So now you from here and then you come here. This one is also there. You under your pillow there was some money and then then in your car you realize that this one. Then your Bible there's some money. Then you meet somebody give you the money. So it's like your eyes not on one place. There are monies all over. (laughs) But you see what I'm saying? You don't understand because you are not doing the thing properly. That is why God, if you understand what I'm saying, for even some of you, God will allow something bad to happen to you, which is part of his plan. Then he will break you down and then you say, God, then he comes again. And when he starts lifting you up, what he brings is the first fruit. Give it to him. Your first baby is different from all the children. It is the first fruit that sanctifies the rest. Am I boring you? Now in Proverbs chapter 3 verse 9, when King Solomon was saying that thing, it's meant tight and it also, so, depending on the context, sometimes he's trying to say two things at the same time. It's meant tight and also it means, let's look at it. He says that, honor the Lord with thy substance and with the first fruits of all thine increase. So let's say you start work and you, you are paid 500 Ghana series, which is your first fruit. Bring it to church and write first fruit and drop it here. That, that, week, that month you are still broke. Why, why should you be worried? Because you have been broke for 12 years anyway. Adding one month of broke, being broke is not a problem. Then you bring it to God. And when you bring it to God, God says that now, church, and then angels who are, whatever, they say, then your boss, the following month, he gives you 500 again. Now, of that 500, there's no first fruit. You have to pay tithe of that 500, which is 50 Ghana. Then you come and put your 50 Ghana, you have 450 to do your things. The following month, 500, come and give your 50 Ghana, 450 is for you. The following month, because you did first fruit, and you are faithfully doing tithe, God knows that you are committed to his embassy. So then, your boss is there, no, then he begins to seem to like you. That, ah, we are thinking of somebody that will um, um, ex- um, expose to this meeting in South Africa. We are just thinking... Something said, why don't you let that gentleman go? Why don't you let that gentleman go? Why don't you let that gentleman go? Your boss doesn't even understand why you just joined the company for four months. But somehow, your name keeps coming. Why don't you let this gentleman go? Why don't even dreams and sees an angel saying, let him go. Let him go. He's connected to your heartbeat. <laughs> let him go. They said, ah. okay. So he calls you the following morning, come to my office. Then he said, there's this meeting in South Africa. We want three people to go. I am going... This finance officer is going, but we want a, a you. <gasps> then you go. I'm talking about somebody's practical story. And then you go, and then after the meeting, when you came, you have been promoted from 500 Ghana to 1,000. May that be somebody's story. Your amen will determine what comes to you. to somebody practically the person went to the US 
when he came back. So 1,000. Now the 1,000, God is looking. What will you do? Then your mind says, hey, Charlie, this 1,000, okay, I'll pay tithe. Uh-uh. So the Lord says that, and with the first fruit of all thine increase. So now from 500 to 1,000, what is the increase? Yeah, you have forgotten your math again, you see. It's what? 500. So that 500 extra is the first fruit of thine increase. So you remove that 500 and put it aside. So, thousand five hundred is taking as your first fruit of your increase, and then tithe of what? Tithe of all. That means tithe of the thousand. So, tithe of thousand is what? You are forgetting your maths again. <laughs> tithe of one thousand is what? Hundred. So, hundred plus five hundred is what? So that month, when you have gone and come, you bring 500 and 100 to God. You see how our hearts work? It's difficult to give that thing to God. That's why God says that, you see, many people are in my church. They don't, they can't be blessed. Name it and claim it is not the only thing that brings blessing. You are naming it and claiming, but your life is not corresponding. It's not in tandem. It's not commensurable. So, 100 tithes, 500 increase of my first fruit. Father, this is, then that month, the following month, your boss, they pay you 1,000 again. Then no first fruits, now it's tithe, 100. And you see that, if you're like that, and change your promo to, and change your promo to, and change your promo to, and change, I'm telling you, there are people, sometimes within two months, then they are, and people don't understand. What have you done to the boss? What have I done to the boss? What have I done to the boss? It is God who is controlling things. The angels are at work. The Holy Ghost is at work. I'm telling you, sometimes you see someone who has just joined the church and then for some reason the bishop calls him, I'm traveling, I'm going with you. Mm. You see people who are carnal, who are not spiritual, talking plenty. We are being in the church, nobody is minding us. And this person just came. You don't know what the person is doing. I think I'm preaching to myself. So, offerings, first fruits, now the tithe. Some of you don't pay your tithe well. I'm just showing you something. And I'll show you the last bit and then we are closing. Leviticus 27. God took time through one of his patriarchs who was supposed to help us to understand God's mind. Moses. And wrote to his church 
Then the church in the wilderness. 27 verse 30. And he said, and all the tithe. You see some people who go on internet, some of them on YouTube, and they are saying that tithe is on. Don't, don't listen to them. Some of them, they are about to die. That's why they are talking out like that. Yes. After many years of knowing what is true, when things are bad or whatever, then you start saying things that you don't have to say. Paul kept the faith. And all the tithe of the land, whether of the seed, because there's a seed tithe, or of the land, or of the fruit of the tree, whether it is something that has just come, or something that has come that you have used to gain more, whether whichever way it comes, it's the Lord's. It is holy unto the Lord. Then he continues, verse 31. He was giving a teaching. He was writing to the church in the wilderness. And the angel of the church had to listen. And the man of God, who was also representing the human angel, was, was writing it down. And he said that if a man will at all redeem out of his tithe, that means that you decide to keep your tithe for a reason. Because of rent? Because of school fees? Maybe your mother is not well and the tithe, because of that, you have to use the money to help your God says, no problem. But you must understand something. And if a man will at all redeem out of his tithes, if he's bringing a tithe, he shall add thereto the fifth part thereof. That means that if your tithe was 100 because you were having 1,000, and because you have to pay something, your school fees, you have to finish paying, otherwise you can't write the exam. So you use the tithe. God says that no problem, but so far as you have used my tithe, according to the embassy, when you are bringing it, you must add one-fifth of your salary, which is 20%. So 20% of 1,000 is 200. So add 200 to the 100 and become 300. Otherwise, it is not acceptable. People want to go home. <laughs> How many can see that this one here? Yeah. Yeah. Am I reading scripture? He shall add there to the fifth part thereof. The next verse, verse 32. And concerning the tithe of the head or of the flock, even of whatsoever passeth under the rod, the tenth shall be holy unto the Lord. So what God was actually teaching is that he is not a man. He doesn't joke with us when it comes to what he's doing on earth. So if you want to tamper with what he's doing, look, interest rates on loans discourages people from going for loans. So it's almost like God is saying, if you look at this deal, you now you say that no. No. I met your tithe man for me. Because I'm just, I'm just keeping your tithe. 100 cities spare for just two days. I don't even put your 200 in count. Percentage, no, I don't know. Uh, 
So when I hear people say, Who say God or the God it's not God it the be in terms of this one too. If you take his tithe, God it the be say you for add the twenty percent to the ten percent to make it thirty percent. Oh, I think I'm talking to the wrong people. <laughs> if I think I'm talking to the wrong people. Bishop, I think I'm talking to the wrong people. Now let me end. In John chapter 5, look at it. Sit down and let's talk. So now, in making sure that the church works, you are doing your part. You are winning souls. You are helping to make the church work by discipling people. You are defending the church. All these things you should do. Now your part, as in how God also has planned to make you be blessed, is what he showed. Jesus showed in John chapter 5. Through a true story. He said that after this, there was a feast of the Jews. And Jesus went up to Jerusalem. You know, Jerusalem was the city of God. The city of God is also called the church. The holy city of God, Jerusalem. So Jesus went up because if you are not in church, you are down. <laughs> Anytime you come to church, you have come up. When you leave church, you are going down. So that's why some people say, eh, Anna the prophetess, after the husband died, said, Hey, I've suffered this seven years, so you are staying up. So she decided to stay in church fasting and praying for the rest of the years. Because truth be told, in this world, there are problems. So when you come to church, it's the only time that you seem to have God do something about your issues. I'm telling you. As you live long, you realize that church is the only place that you have hope. Because that man you married, the atete no atete or no. Oba say no energy. Or your husband. Some of us, when you are coming from a weasel to church. What you have gone through the day has made you down. So you realize that even sometimes when we when you come, we can see the way your shoulders have come down. So. But when you enter church, when you enter church, by the time you are done with what happens there, and you are coming, you are, your chest is out. Try, try. Are you understanding me? Yes. That's why you should love coming to church. That's why if I were you, I'll say, Bishop, can we have more programs? Because anytime there's a service, church gathers, the embassy has opened. And when people come around, as you are sitting here, you may not even know what you are getting. Oh, yes. I mean, right from the beginning, and I'm going to show you, 
the prayer time, the worship time, the ministration time, the offering time, the word time, even to the end of the service time, there are different things that are happening to you that you can't even see. That is correcting some things. Let me explain to you. So Jesus was using this real story to teach us how the angel of the church works. Then he said, now there is at Jerusalem. So let's take the church as the Jerusalem. There is at the church by the sheep market a pool. I have been to that place before. Bethesda. May you be there in the name of Jesus. Which is called in the Hebrew tongue Bethesda. Having five porches. So when you get there, it's actually a walkway. And then you get to this pool. When we got there, there was no water in it. The season we went, 2011. You get there, there's this pool. It's not too big, but it's a pool. And then there are stairs that enter into the, into the, the pool. And there are five of them. And it's symbolic that when you come to Jerusalem, there's a place in the church where there's the angel and the angel is there to do something. And what he's doing is what Jesus was describing. He says that, and there are five porches and there are people who were positioned at either of the porch they choose to be. When you come to church, usually the service is apportioned into five categories. And that five categories are the five porches. There's the first category that has to do with you lifting your trust to him. Prayer is part of that first category. Worship is part of that first category. Praise is part of that first category. So there are some people, when they come to church, that first porch, they take advantage of it. So Bible says that having five porches, there's another porch, the second porch, is after the praise and worship, now you go to where there are ministrations. Ministrations are offerings. Those who are dancing, they are offering their dance to the Lord. They are offering their singing, their talent to the Lord, including the giving of your money as part of the offering. You see what I'm saying? It looks like it's a, but it is a letter. It's a letter to this church. It's a letter to this council. Some of you, after this convention, if you correct what you are hearing and you do it, you'll be shocked. You, I mean, it will be like, ah. so this why, why was I struggling? Do you know why? I'm going to show you. 
Because you are struggling because sometimes your attitude when it comes to the porch was not good. Let me finish reading and you understand. Five porches, I explain the five porches. Continue. In these porches lay a great multitude of impotent folk. So when we come to church, what you don't know is that most of us, if not all of us, are called impotent. Your face looks nice, but you know the problems you are going through. Impotent. Hey, get up and go and greet some seven impotent guys and tell them you are welcome to church. Everybody get up and greet some seven impotent guys and tell them that you are welcome to church. Mavis, mommy, you are welcome to church. You are welcome to church. Greet seven impotent brothers and sisters and tell them, hey, you are welcome to church. Bra impotent. Sister impotent. You need, you see what I'm saying? It doesn't look nice. But we are impotent. Impotent. If are impotent. Impotent. Sit down. Let me talk to you. I'll finish soon. Reverend, you can't believe we are impotent too. So the first group of people are impotent. Impotent. Impotent means that what? Without power. <laughs> That's what it means. Impotent means without power. Most of us are don't, we don't have power. You can't even drive a devil away. Yeah. Even malaria, you can't drive it away. So he said, impotent folk. Somebody wants to kill you at your workplace. You are running to bishop. You are impotent. You are impotent. You don't have power. That's what it means. You don't have the required power. Impotent means you don't have the required power. And most of us are impotent. As you are coming, the angels will look and say, oh, impotent one, impotent two, impotent three, impotent one, impotent one. And we have formed cues. You see the impotent group, impotent. Number two, blind. Blind. There are people who come to church and they are blind, if not all of us. You can't see. There are ushers who can't see even devils entering the church. There are brothers in church. You can't see that that sister has come to sit by you. One day I was in church. One of the churches I, I pastored. Are you listening to me? I, I, one of the churches I pastored. I was in church. I just finished pastoring. Bishop, and then this guy who usually sits, I think, on the second seat somewhere came to see me. Reverend, can I talk to you? And I was talking to people. I said, yeah. I said, oh. So he, he, he pushed me aside. I thought he was going to say something sensible. <laughs> then he said, I mean, this is a quiet brother. I said, Reverend, then I was going to be shocked. I said, Reverend, have you seen that girl? <laughs> After church, I said, which girl? And he said, you see this, the girl who was sitting there with the long hair. Now listen to what I'm saying. As he was talking to me, I started wondering that, oh, I didn't know this brother was that canal. He said, and he said, when the sister came to church, something moved in her, his heart. And he thought, this is the wife. 
This brother, his name starts with T. Then I said, really? Okay, let's talk about that later. So, I finished talking to the people. Bishop, we can't believe this. Later, I met this guy and I said, so, uh, did you ask the lady's name? He said, yes. So, do you think you like it? So, why is the hair? Two weeks later, the lady had changed her hair. Not really, that hair was not her hair. And when she changed her hair, the face became like a beast that has come from the sea. So the guy came back to me and said, Reverend, I have changed my mind. <laughs> the, the, the outlook <laughs> was different. And this is a brother who is part of prayer ministry. Blind. Truth be told, most of us are blind. You can't sometimes even see that the person sitting next to you is the one who is going to change your life. So when we come to church, there are people who are described as impotent, some are described as blind, some are described as halt. Halt means that you can't move. Halt means that you cannot walk. You can't walk in faith. You can't walk in love. You can't walk in God. You can't walk with God. You can't walk before God. All these things are types of walk that God expects you to walk. But you are struggling. Sometimes in the realms of the spirit, you are struggling. You can't walk. You can't walk. You easily give up. That means you can't walk. He says that he that walketh in uprightness is steady. Proverbs 10 9. Proverbs 13 20. He said that he that walketh with the wise shall also be wise. So some of us we are hot. He said that and with it, with it means that there's a lot of paralysis to do with you. That means you are slow. You like such pictures. I'm not laughing. It's real. In the realms of the spirit, that's how you are coming to church. The issues you are going through has withered you. That you have to pay your rent. And you kept telling the boss, the landlord, that give me one week. And two weeks. Now it's two months. You have not been able to pay. And he has given you warning. By this end of this month. Yes. And then you come to church. And Bishop Chris is saying, give 100 Ghana. And that's what's collecting the money. He kept looking at you. I mean, and then you, you went to work today. And then they said, the payment that you were supposed to pay you last Friday is also not in. And so as you're coming to church, you are thinking, should I come or should I not come? And you're wondering, if somebody doesn't bless me, oh Lord. And as you're coming, you're with that. You're coming. And God says that all these people, that's why when we come to church, eh, please, for me eh, as a pastor, I don't like people who distract the atmosphere.
God. Church is not just a place that we have come to make noise. Church is not a place that we have come. No, it's a spiritual place where heaven is watching, Holy Spirit is working, an angel of the church is working, angels are working for the sake of somebody. It's not a joke. It is not a joke. Waiting for the moving of the water by who? For an angel went down at a certain season. And that certain season is when your father, who is the head of this church, working in collaboration with the angel of the church, will say we are having convention. We are having weekday service. We are having first service from this time to that time. That time that he sets for whatever program is the season when the angel of the church also comes. Some of you, you always are late. And today I'm telling you, it is the reason why your problems are still there. Though you come to church. All the other things, you're not late. But when it comes to church, you're late. It's the reason, could be the reason why your problem is still there. Some of us, by the time we come, the first porch is over. Because imagine this. The angel... Bible says that went down at a certain season into the pool. So he enters the pool himself. So he's here. And troubled the water. He can't trouble the matches. Until he has something. He has bibita. Do you know bibita? Do you know bibita? You don't know bibita. Your 27% of your life is gone. How come you don't know bibita? Bibita is that stick that they use for banku. What is it called? Bankuta. <laughs> Look at you. Bankuta is the synonym of Bibita. <laughs> ah. Okay, Bankuta. <laughs> Bankuta. So, assuming, you see, somebody who is stirring even soup. Imagine. So, you start like this. You can't do all at the same time. You just move. So, when he starts stirring, where, where the stick gets to is where the water troubles. Where the miracle is is where the water is troubling. So, till the water troubles, the water is there. So, the angel's assignment is to trouble. So, when it starts troubling, the troubling starts from porch one. So, those who are first to enter into the troubled water, then they get their touch. By the second porch, some people are times actually I miss this side. Then they, 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 they are also waiting for the stirring because the porch is not big. For that day. Then, those who jump in, they get their thing. So some people can jump in at the second porch and they get their whatever. It doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't matter whether it is withered, whether it is um, impotency, whether it, you will receive a touch. And it needs speed and concentration. And being there at the time. Then it gets to, as the thing is staring, it gets to the third porch. Those who get into it, they also get their stuff. So the angel was doing that. And whosoever then, first after the troubling of the water, stepped in, was made whole of whatsoever 
That's why me, I personally believe that there are some people who don't have problems in the church. Like when I'm preaching and sleeping, it's possible that you don't, your problems are still with you. Where's my phone? Any phone? Okay, let me use phone, 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 phone. Yes. So, I'm preaching, then you're just on your phone. You're doing, you're checking some messages. You can't even be checking good messages. And so what I'm saying, you miss it. That's it. It could be the time when we are doing worship. That last part of the first porch. And the man of God said, lift up your hands. And you are just there. Is it not this brother who I greeted when I was coming to church? He didn't mind me. Look at him. He's standing there and say, lift up your hand. Everybody lift up. Everybody in this house, just lift up your hands. And your hand is in your pocket. And begin to worship the Lord. And I want you to know that we are going to sing to Jesus. Jesus, lover of my soul. And as people are worshipping, those who have lifted their hands by the instruction of the man of God who is leading or the woman of God who is leading, mommy, entered into it. So you can't, you can't even be sick of a sickness. The doctor says that you are going to whatever tomorrow. But as you lifted your hand, no. Hey, I don't know whether I'll be later. I want you to know, God, eh, God, eh, God, eh, his embassy, I tell you, if only you believe, if only you believe, church is powerful, that's why prophet is sending people to places to start church, church solves the problem, I'm telling you, there are problems that only church can solve, only, only church, we are not here to chop your money, we are professionals, we are not here to chop your money, we are rather here to create that atmosphere for you to receive your touch. And we train people to do things because God wants it so. When you say be a basanta leader, be a basanta leader, and you see a how we are giving you an opportunity. A lot of pastors are complaining these days. You are not spiritual, that's why you are complaining. You think you are doing somebody. God rather is looking at that to bless you. Somebody's lover of my soul, and some people cry. There. Look, there are times when I come to church, the Lord will say, Chris, why don't you kneel down? I go on my knees, Bishop Intidane. Bishop Intidane, sometimes you see me go like this, <laughs> and I'm crying because I am connected. I'm connected. Yeah, I'm connected. Lover of my soul, Jesus. I will never let you go You've taken me From the mire clay You set my feet upon the rock Now I know Oh Jesus I love you I love you I Though my world may fall, 
That is about to happen. Then after the worship, the man of God said, we are going to dance. Please, when you come to church, eh, I'm teaching you how to behave in church. Today's message is teaching you how to behave in church. Teach you how to behave in church. Some of you, when you come to church, you are thinking of what people are thinking about you. You are joking. That's why David was different. He said, you are going to dance. You are behaving like an old man. In this church, there's nobody who is old. If you are old, you use a stick. So far as you don't have a stick, you, do not, you are not old. So you can give your nice dance. You are dancing like somebody who has appendicitis. Come on. Give the Lord a dance. And then the man is saying, Give the Lord a dance. If you are connected, you see the pastor themselves. I'm trading my sorrows. Come on. I'm trading my sorrows. I'm trading my shame. I'm laying them down for the joy of the Lord. This day, you don't see people dancing. Come on.
happening. Come on. Give the Lord the dance. 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 Come on. I'm trading my sickness. I'm trading my shame. I'm trading my pain.
For a job, they are not minding you. But that day, when you got home around 6 30 p.m., you had a call. Are you? Are you? Are you? Are you? Are you? Kneel and take. Say yes, I am Kneel and Are you the same as Robert? Said yes. You, you submitted an application letter about two months ago. Yes. Would you want to come for an interview tomorrow at 8 o'clock in the morning at our headquarters? Yes, sir. And you go, there are people who are even better than you. But you, you have been considered. Ladies and gentlemen, let's believe all. God has your miracles in the church. That is how, that's how me, I've lived my life. That's how I've lived my life. I am a bishop, but when I come to church, I flow. Especially the second service where there are more young people. You see me, sometimes wearing my jeans and my shirt or my teeth, and I'm just flowing. Because there is no, there's no, I am flowing from the beginning to the end. I'm closing. Another porch is the porch of the word. When the word of God is being preached, God is now speaking to you. This is not you offering, you are receiving. That season is a porch that is wider. That you can, as you are listening. And the word is entering. And you are taking a decision, I'll change. I'll do this. Then it's almost like you have received. Yes. And sometimes other man of God is prophesying. And you say, Amen. You are receiving. That's why Satan knowing that sometimes he makes us sleep at where your miracle is. He can distract you. Sometimes a friend sitting by you can be this. Hey, have you seen like this? Have you seen like that? Have you seen like that? Don't mind people who come to church to come and distract you. Because your problem may not be his problem. I know my God. My God. When he says he will never leave you nor forsake you. It's one of the things. He has arranged a plan for you. And another porch is after the preaching. Some churches do. Some churches don't do. But you want to say thank you to God. That season is another porch. We do that by an offering. 
that season is very important. The offering that comes after the word is a very powerful offering. And then the tithe that comes after the word is a very powerful time. All that is within one porch. And that's where a lot of people also get their blessing. If you are smart, you can move from porch one. You may not get to porch two, but you can go to porch three and push somebody who is inactive aside and enter. Because by the time you get to the porch, people are there. But some are losing concentration because they are, they are, they are waiting and the staring is not getting there. So you can receive a blessing during the prayer time and you can receive a blessing through the wet time. And the last porch is the porch where we say all the things that we have to know for the coming weeks. What we usually call announcement and all that. And the angel of the church is there and he's watching. And when he finishes, the man of God will come and then come and bless the church. He said, tell Aaron and his sons that in this wise they shall bless my people. The benediction, the man blesses. That's when some people also lose it. And then when he blesses you, anything our papa says, amen. Anything your bishop says, amen. As you are receiving it, you never know. You are taking it away. And tonight, even before tomorrow, may you go out of here with a package of blessing. Your amen must not just be a shout, but it's an amen that comes from the depths of your heart. May the Lord cause his face to shine upon you. Can I hear your loudest amen? When we say the Lord's face shall not be, that means that He's smiling with you. It's people that you're happy with that you smile at. Yeah, it's like, wow. May the Lord smile at you. May the Lord smile with you. May the Lord smile at you. Even when you are sleeping, may the Lord smile at you. Some of you, when you sleep, and then we come and look at your face, you look like a dead body. But when the Lord is smiling at you, when we come and you're sleeping, it's almost like you're smiling. Because... It's, something is happening in your soul. Lift up your hands. Oh, Jesus. We are closing. Uh-uh. Uh, Father, it is time to bless your people. <laughs> Open your eyes. Open your eyes. Put your hands out. The Lord said I should finish reading that story. So it's just stand there. You're just looking. Look at the story. Get it well. The troubling of the water. Thank you. Stepped in was made whole of whatever disease he had. Disease simply means dis-ease. You are not at ease. So physically you can be not at ease. Financially you can be not at ease. You may not be sick in your body, but you are sick in your mind. Usually when you are sick in your mind, you usually forget things. Because the mind is like a computer. It can store stuff. But if it can't store, that means that now the file is hanging. It has not been put at a place that is called the conscious faculty of your mind. So it's hanging. So it's like a file that you don't know where you've dropped it. So it's in the unconscious faculty of your mind. So you have to do a lot of things before you remember that this file 
and it's because it was not labeled well. Confusion can make you not get things at the right place and you easily forget. That's why you can even lose your phone. You can even forget your husband's birth, birthday. You can even forget your own birthday because you're not correct. Something is disturbing you. Emotionally, you can be deceased. And look at it, verse 5. And it says that, and a certain man was there. A certain man, okay, which had an infirmity, okay, 38 years. Oh, he has been coming to the pool. He's been at the pool for 38 years and nothing is changing. Yes, and nothing was changing. So, what could it be? It is possible that this man was not concentrating. It's possible that this man, he was not at the right place at the right time. 38 years. That's why I realized that there are people coming in church and nothing is changing. And they start saying that, I've been in the church, I don't see any change. Change your life. Check your life. Check your life. Check your life. You check your life. Don't, it's not God. You check your life. You notice that when you're coming to church, you come late, you don't come with the Bible, you come as we are, we are, we listen to the message, you are watching Pono, you are watching Superbet, you are doing a lot of things. You are, you are in the dancing star, but you are not blessed. You are in the singing star, but you are not blessed. You are chatting with a friend that, oh, I will close, but when I close, I will not go for the shepherd's school, because today I'm, pretend, I'm pretending I'm sick. I've already told my pastor that I'm not too well, so that we can meet at 1pm, and then we go to the Labadi beach, and then we go and have fun. You are, you are chatting in church. and eight years. He should even be a uh, 38 years and he should be a bishop. But he's still there. And so what happened? And Bible says that when Jesus came through the convention that Bishop Jude organized and saw him lie and knew that he had been now a long time in that case. Jesus who is working through us these three days said unto him, will thou be made whole? These three days will you be made whole? Are you ready to be whole? Are you ready to be whole? Are you ready to be whole? That's what Jesus is asking. Will thou be made whole? Ah, and then verse seven. And then person man said, I've been here for long. I'm even feeling shy. People come and go. People come and go. I've been in the church and nobody's marrying me. People come and go. Even somebody just joined the church is married. People are getting cars. Me, I don't have a car. Somebody just joined the church and had a car. I have no man when the water is troubled to put me into the pool. Who should come and put you into the pool? But while I am coming, that means you know how to do it. Another step down before me. People are wild, Papa. People are, people are wild. When you come to church, you should be wild. Don't sit at the back. Come closer. You must be wild. You have your... When, look, when, when, when you see me, when you come to our church... Even recently, I invited a, a, a prophet to our church. He's a, he's a spiritual son. But I don't see him as a son. Because when he was preaching, like this, I have my iPad. And I'm just listening. I am astutely listening. I am wild because I don't see the man. I'm seeing a man of God preaching. Come and see me dancing. People are wild. You, you, 
have come and said, Me, I'm a shepherd of a bacenta, two bacentas. You are nothing. You are nothing. Me, I, uh, I am the wife of this important man who gives the bigger tithe in church. You are nothing. We are nothing. Put your diplomacy aside. Reverend ministers, pastors, let's put our diplomacy aside. We know that we have problems. We all know we have problems. But while I'm coming, Omali, another stepped down before me. Jesus looked at the person, the guy, he didn't want to disgrace him. And he said, Look at look at it. Verse 8. When I finish with this news, no, you are lifting your hand. And we are just telling Jesus. Man of God, are you ready? Jesus saith unto him, I don't want to talk about you. Just rise up, take up your bed, and walk. And tonight, that's what is happening to all of us. We are we are taking our bed of comfort. And we are walking out of this place to go and experience some major blessing. Lift up your hands to the Lord, my God. Bless me with some songs. Ha, sing it. Ah, lift up your voice and bless the name of the Lord. Lift up your hand if you know how to sing it. Sing it. It's a porch. Lift up your hand and receive a touch. Prophesying, face toward you, you are prophesying and give you peace. Ah. Lord bless you. Numbers chapter 6, they are prophesying. Numbers, Numbers chapter 6, verse 23. Make his face shine upon you. Be gracious to
tonight I pray thanking you for the angels that are working angels that are packing people's blessing into spiritual trucks with their names on it many people are leaving this place with a package of blessing and I thank you Lord that none of them will lose their blessing tonight everyone is receiving a touch from you tonight everyone is receiving a touch from you tonight everyone has received 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 a package from you tonight everyone has received a package from you tonight everyone has received a package from you tonight everyone is receiving a package from you receive it in the name of jesus and i seal these packages and blessing with the blood of jesus that the devil cannot take it evil spirits that operate as armed robbers we command the arrest and we declare that safely we are taking our packages home and by tomorrow we'll have testimonies of what the Lord has done some have received their healing healing in their bodies healing in their minds healing in their emotions healing in their finances healing in their relationships healing in their marriages healing in their businesses healing in the ministry in the name of Jesus Father we thank you and we bless you in the name of Jesus and somebody use your amen to receive all the blessings hallelujah is it okay to clap your hands for Jesus God bless you please take your seat blessed for listening to this powerful message for prayers and counseling contact the following numbers 0273 240 449 0540 77 49 41 stay blessed